0: Here we go, season opener. Welcome to another edition Courtside of Beals and Tennis. This week's Courtside with Beals and Tennis segment brought to you by The Ragged Man. Industry leader in racket stringing, racket repair, and customization. Go to www.theraggedman.net for more info. Season opener, full season two. I've been doing this for about 18 months now, but I went full season last year. Started the summer previous to that. So we're going, we did 60 episodes, that, that was crazy, but here we are, full season number two, episode one, guys are streaming in, Mark, Brian, we got people streaming on in. Okay, breaking news, breaking news, about an hour ago, Andy Murray had a press conference, had tears in his eyes. He's not going to be able to do it anymore He is going to try to play through Australia And he hopes to make it to Wimbledon Unfortunately Too many injuries Uh, The hip is just not working out And he is going to retire Um, Like I said Hopefully he wants to play through Wimbledon So That's where we're at With that one I mean, as far as his career goes, I mean, he was in a brutal era, right? He, he was in the, the Roger, Rafa, Novak era. He did win some slams. Yvonne Lendl, Yvonne Lendl was key in helping him get over the hump with that. you got to feel bad for him. He tried everything um, he can do, and just injuries, are, it, it's a brutal part of, of sports. And, um, you know, here's hoping that he can enjoy um, a healthy retirement after he's done. But, again, breaking news, Andy Murray... Retire after Wimbledon if he can play through up to that point so best of luck Andy you're one of the good guys on tour and we're all wishing you the the best of luck okay US Davis captain was announced yesterday rumors were going on a couple days prior Uh, Marty Fish was announced I, I have to say you know Marty good career he's been doing commentating he's been coaching a lot of the young guys he's staying involved he's playing on the senior events I think it's a safe pick. That's what I'd like to say about that one. Um, you know, he replaces Jim Curry, obviously. Um, it's not. I don't really have anything negative towards the pick about Marty. I, I wish USTA would have gone um, for the juggler with this one and gone big. And when I mean big, I mean. And they may have done this. I'm, I'm not sure. They may have already done this. They didn't ask for my advice first, I didn't know the process. But I would go for Pete Sampras, or visual number one, as visual number two breaks. Visual number one, this guy, AA, the A-Train, the Punisher. I'll show you exhibit two as well. Same guy, this guy. He's dabbled. He's dabbled a little bit in coaching. He was helping Novak a little bit last year. He's helping Grigor Dimitrov a little bit this year. Um, and I say I wish they they, they went after those guys because there's something about not letting down greatness. And you see Labour Cup, you see Bjorn Borg on one side, you see Johnny Mack on the other side. And yes, I know Johnny Mack was a Davis Cup captain back in the, uh, around 2000. Um, it was totally different back then. You guys have to travel four different weeks through the year. It was much more of a time commitment than as it is um, than it is going forward, where it's going to be condensed really into one week. Um, I I hope I, I wish they did go after Andre and Pete. And again, maybe they did, but I think there's something, especially the young guys competing out there, when they look over and they see Pete or Andre sitting in that chair they're gonna give a little bit extra, a little bit more than that 100% if that's possible. You know, you look over there and you see Marty Fish, and yeah, he's a great guy, like I said, solid, nothing negative about Marty. But is he gonna move the needle as far as excitement goes compared to a Pete or an Andre? I know Pete's a reserve guy, but again, greatness begets greatness. That's what I'm trying to emphasize. Greatness begets greatness, and I'm thinking if Andre or Pete are sitting in that bench, the young guys might give a little extra. Shout out Chris w- Christopher Williams. Big announcement to you. I know you broke it on my pod uh, about a month ago. Assistant coach, TCU Horned Frogs. I'm going to actually see you at the end of March. I'm going down to see my Kansas Jayhawks. We're going to face off against you guys. Uh, and you know what I know about you, and I know it's going to be a battle because you're going to have that team ready. But I look forward to uh, seeing you down there along with, with my Jayhawks. Thanks for tuning in, John Betts. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you all for tuning in. This is great. Okay, Australian Open. We had the final round of qualifiers. Um, Chris Eubanks had a tough second round match contest against Young Felix out of Canada. Chris won that match. He then won earlier today. He's into the main draw. Good draw for Chris Eubanks. Um, I know there's a lot of matches going on right now. I believe Smiechek is. Uh, he was. He was up a set, down a set, down in the second. It, it looked like it was headed towards the third. I know Bjorn Fratangelo is going to play. So a couple others. Let's call our guy. We're going to, we're going to call our guy in. He's the unofficial member of the Kevin Anderson, uh, unofficial president of the Kevin Anderson Fan Club. Ross Guion, former All-American, University of Illinois. We're going to give him a shout. We're going to talk to him a little bit. Let's see if we can get him on the line. Hopefully he'll, he'll pick up and, and contribute. I know he will. <clears throat> Tell me if you can't hear him. If we get a bad connection, we'll just hang up. But he's got some stuff to say.
1: Um,
0: Ross? You there, brother?
1: Yeah,
0: What's going on, man? You got a minute or two? Yeah, really. You heard the news. You're live on courtside right now with Bealins and Tennis. You heard the news about an hour ago. Andy Murray, um, hoping to get through Wimbledon. Not sure. He was literally in tears in the press conference about an hour and a half ago just saying how much pain he was in. Give me your thoughts on that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a, uh, a huge bummer. He never, never wished that upon anybody in their, in their career in, life in general. Uh, and other than that, I'll admit that he'll still be greatly impactful in the sport.
0: he he's be super involved, even off the court like he already is. And uh, uh, But, I mean, overall, just admit, the first response to hearing it, it is definitely a bummer. I mean, there's no way around it. He's been uh, he's super impactful in the sport yeah I, I agree, and your words are echoed by pretty much everybody in the tennis industry just going on the Twitter feed up until this uh, this segment here, everyone was kind of you know complimenting Andy and how he um, you know how he presented himself on the court and he tried to do everything he could to, to try to stay healthy and keep playing. So we wish him all the best of luck these next few months and then of course hopefully a healthy and happy retirement. Let's uh, move on into other news. It was pretty big news until this breaking news happened with Andy Murray. Yesterday, Marty Fish, was appointed U.S. Davis Cup captain. I just got done explaining why uh, I wish the USTA went after Pete or Andre. They may have. Again, they, they don't they don't run that stuff through me, unfortunately. But uh, Andre or Pete, I would have loved to see them in the chair because again, I've said you know greatness begets greatness. I, I feel like, and the young guys competing, if they see a Peter and Andre there, they may be able to get a little extra. What are your thoughts on Marty? Yeah, I
1: mean, uh, like you said. It's hard to know with the conversations are like up top with all those guys and, and, um, but uh, I mean Pete and Andre obviously was been unbelievable people lead the team in great sense um, on the surface um, in terms of Marty um, you know these guys are guys not to spend any personal time with but just kind of looking at it on paper I think he personally is a great fit. Um, he's a guy that's incredibly respected in the tennis community and then you can narrow that down even more in the American tennis community and then even on top of that, um, he has the experience. He's been there. He's played in. He's played in tons of Davis Cups. I think they uh, either won or final, final the Davis Cup team, he's been on final to the Davis Cup team back in the day. So, And yep. uh, he's been around it. You know, he's, he's seen it all. and He's been through been through a lot. And uh, and so from from that perspective, um, on paper, I think I think it's a great fit. Um, so uh, again, like you said, it's hard to know who they went to first, whether it was him or, or somebody
0: else, but uh, but uh, that said, it's hard to be uh, disappointed in, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And I, I kind of said it was a safe pick going from, from Jim to Marty. Um, he's he stayed involved. He's coaching. He's working with a lot of the young kids. He's doing some commentating. He's playing on the senior tour. He definitely has his pulse on, on U.S. tennis. So, um, good luck to Marty and hope uh, we have much success with Davis Cup. Okay, the main reason why we got you on... The main reason why we got you on—we know you are the unofficial president, or maybe the official um, president of the Kevin Anderson fan club. For you, for guys who are coming in now, you know, we have Ross Gion on the line right now, former All-American, University of Illinois, total stud. Um, again, thank you for for your time, Ross. Thanks for everyone joining in. So, Kevin Anderson, let me let me talk to you about Kevin's draw, okay? Because this is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, the good thing for Kevin is often draws don't go according to plan. (laughs) Because Kevin, after he beats Manorino, he would face Francis Tiafoe. Then he would maybe have to face Stevie Johnson. And then the real fun, the real fun begins. He would have to face John Isner in the fourth round. Then he'd face face the, the triple threat. The triple three of the yeah. greatest guys ever. You'd have to beat Rafa in the quarters, Fed in the semis, and Novak in the final. That's a walk in the park, baby. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, no question. It, uh, that'll be a, he's got an uphill battle, but then again, who who doesn't in the slams?
0: Yeah, and I think, and again, I think these, again, we're projecting the draws. We don't know much. Isn't John Isner has a tough first round match in Riley Opalka? Those guys are two obviously huge servers. That could be 7 6 7 6 7 6 Opalka. I mean, so again, in Rafa's health, Rafa's health, we don't know if they're going to be there. But um, I know you and the Illini Nation rooting for Kevin Hart. He's had a tremendous past couple of years, made the finals of two Grand Slams. He's so close. And if, uh, you know, a couple things maybe fall his way, this this year may be it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, no question. I think one of the, uh, I do think, one, I think he's he, he seemingly kind of got just over the hump of now establishing. I mean, he's always been an obviously incredible well respected player, but really establishing himself as, you know, certainly and right in the conversation as a top line player with, with his results. Two to, uh, final plans, and it's just, I mean consistently I mean the last year he just had a phenomenal 2018 and you know he, he opened up the year with a win here in 2019 and uh and he, he's really really cementing himself in and just one of the best players in the world and uh and then the second thing is you know Kevin Kevin plays a foul game that uh you know like anybody he's got his good matchups versus bad matchups but I've never felt like with him that as the as maybe some other players because he just has but it's such an imposing game, it's almost like he's like I don't I don't care who I play. I just I just take cuts at his return. He just plays his game no matter who he's playing. Uh, and so I feel like you know matchups aren't aren't as big of a factor for him versus maybe for some other people. Uh, that said, of course he has his blunders. 50 just better against others, right? Anybody. But uh, I think that's one of the great things about Kevin. his game. He just he's got his his. Way that he does things, and he just takes and swings, and uh, it puts imposes his game on who he's playing, time and time again. And that, that and, and you know it's proven to be successful. And uh, it's always it's always exciting to watch him. And he just couldn't be a better uh, ambassador for you know the program and for the sportsman.
0: You know, absolutely. So hey, I, I'm going to let you go. I know you're you're got somewhere to go right now. But um, before I let you go, who's taking the title, man? Who's taking it home? Of course, my, my
1: heart tells me Kevin's going to get in, get on in some third, third time shot. Um,
0: my head tells me
1: that uh, I think Federer is going to win. I mean, not to, not to take the easy way out on an answer, but as I as I start, I just don't think some of those young guns are quite ready for a slam title that are really creeping up on the scene. Um, Their time will come. It's, I mean, they can certainly prove me wrong, but I just think Federer's done an unbelievable job of He's
0: training, space match tournaments, That he, he knows exactly where he needs to be, and, and he's the greatest of all time. You've heard it. Ross picks Fed. Uh, you know, He's still creeping up in age, but he's still at the top, and he very well could repeat as this year's Australian Open winner. Did it last year. He's looking strong right now. Ross, we're going to let you go. Thanks so much, buddy. You guys. Thanks for
1: having
0: me. We'll talk to you. Bye now. All right. Thanks, Roski, on there. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you guys heard that okay. Um, Let me just put a couple things real quick before we kind of conclude in here. Other first-round matches that we want to talk about real quick. Nick Kyrgios versus Milos Raonic. Obviously, we never know what we're getting with Nick. Um, Andy Murray versus Batista Gouda. Of course, we've just talked um, at length about Andy Murray. We'll see what kind of condition he's in. Opalka oh, Isner also I talked about that one. Not there's not going to be a lot of uh, long points in that one. And then another one: Kyle Edmund versus Tomas Um uh, another first round clash. So check that out, Sam. Just uh, welcome, welcoming in right now. Just missed a good, uh, good talk with Ross, but I know Sam, you'll play it back. Thanks again for for tuning in, John and Brian. I see you guys commenting in. Great, I'm reading them. I'm reading them. I'm trying to do everything here. It's a one man shop here. But thank you guys. Um, that's really it We're going to conclude with a couple shout outs um, Happy birthday KU assistant coach and friend of mine Caroline Lilly I think she turned in 29 She's not 30 yet, she turned in 29 So they're down in Orlando getting ready for matches This weekend starting tomorrow Shout out to her and the squad Have a great rest of the week We are days away From first tip Main draw yep, Sam Kirchhoff, Cam and Nori. Taylor Fritz, interesting first round. Cameron Norrie has a really good ton of uh, good results early in his career, so that's going to be a good one too. Guys, fire up. We are days away. First ball, main draw. Is Fed going to do it? Is Rafa going to be able to make it through? Or is it Novak? Third slam in a row for Novak. We'll see you this time. Same day, next Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Have a great rest of the week. Enjoy the tennis. Thanks.